Like uh, our intro song, kind of, <laughs> it alienates the other Pittsburgh sports teams. But the Penguins don't really. The Penguins have an awesome intro. The Steelers have "We Are Family," which we can't use. And I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some other songs out there. But I mean, you hear this Pittsburgh polka, you just you feel good about yourself. I mean. It, it says Pittsburgh sports, and especially it says Anat. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Sports Anat. I'm your host, Josh Makuga, uh, a Pittsburgh, originally from the city of Pittsburgh, have lived in California now for a little bit, but still have a lot of ties in the city, family, friends. And let me tell you, I live and die by Pittsburgh sports, Steelers, Penguins, not so much the pirates because if I lived and died by them, I'd be dead. I would be literally dead if the pirates. If I lived and died by the Pittsburgh Pirates, I would be dead. I think that's you. You can legitimately say that the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, we were out of the playoff race in friggin' May, as again as per usual. Maybe like early June, something. I went to one game this summer, and I'll bum. I will get to you. Just calm down. Good lord, he's over there. Waving his hand. Well, I'll get to you, man. Man, the bum has been. He's a been, bum. Thank you. He's been. He's been a little all over the place. Uh, we got a couple of callers to get to at the end of the program. If you guys want to call the show, our phone number four one two three two nine eight two six five. I will play your voicemails on the show. Uh, we've got two for this week, and um, if you want to call the show, talk about anything. You can talk about Pittsburgh sports. You can talk about Pittsburgh anything. It is Pittsburgh sports and at. And the N at is uh, whatever else you guys want to talk about. Your grandma's pierogies, a nice pasta sauce you had, perhaps a restaurant in Pittsburgh, uh, traffic, the weather. I don't care. Talk about whatever. It is Pittsburgh sports and at. And listen, the the main sport going on in the city of Pittsburgh right now. Yes, we do have a major league baseball team. Let's ask Donnie, guys on the ones and twos, uh, my technical engineer here, Donnie. Hey, Donnie, if you could if you could pull up the Pirates record for me. I'm not going to dwell too hard on the fact that we stink as bad as we do, but, you know, we're in football season, okay? And that's why we play the Pittsburgh Polka at the beginning. We're, we're from the town with the great football team, okay? And this Sunday was not the greatest. And you know what? I'm going to let the bum take it for a little bit because the bum called it, and, and I agreed with him because as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you know we don't beat the Raiders, Ben Roethlisberger's worst record against an AFC team is the now Las Vegas Raiders, coached by a very red-faced at point John Gruden. If you watch the game, his head was about to explode uh, at at a point during the game. And this was a and I don't like to do this because it's a very Yinzer thing to do. But I don't want to get down on the officials. But it was a poorly officiated game. That doesn't mean that's the reason that we lost. That's that that has nothing to do with it. The reason we lost, well, I will let the bum take it from here. A bum. He uh, he's livid as he should be because we ne- we we don't beat the Raiders. We just we don't do it, and uh, our team right now is is a mess. We really are. Uh, I hate to say it, but we are. Bum. Your thoughts on the game? 
Josh, I swear to God, okay? I, I told Yins last week. I told Yins last week. And I, the, the Steelers don't beat the, uh, the freaking Oakland Raiders, okay? They don't. And Nader from Las Vegas, congratulations on all your success. You made it to Las Vegas. You got a big, fancy new stadium. Your, your quarterback used to have a finely haircut. Okay, now he's growing his hair out like some kind of Brillo pad. It looks like a real jag-off, okay? He's got a bunch of no-name players. I mean, we couldn't even beat the Raiders without their starting running back in the game. And guess what? Our starting running back was in the game, and we still stunk. We only had 39 rushing yards in a football game. Franco Harris is rolling over in his grave. Uh, bum, uh, Franco Harris is still alive. I know. He's still alive, but he wants to be dead after that Russian performance on Saturday at home. Nonetheless, now, if I was that guy whose picture was going around, who pooped his pants and was washing his pants out in the sink at Heinz Field, I'd poop my pants too out of anger. Because guess what? That product on the field on Sunday was crap. It was crap in your pants. It was crap in your, in your trousers. It was, it was crap in your slacks, okay? Don't be coming around, filling your tummy with kielbasa at the tailgate, and don't expect to not poop your pants. It happens, okay? Don't fart. Everybody knows it. Never trust a fart after a tailgate. That's a Pittsburgh rule. Take it amongst yourselves, okay? Tell people about it. But I told yins. The bum told yins. He said... We ain't going to beat the Raiders. It sucks. I know it was a home opener. And here's a terrible stat if you want to hear a terrible stat. Under Mike Tomlin, the one and only, the Steelers have never made the playoffs when they lose their home opener. 2013, 2018, 2019. Didn't make the playoffs. Lost their home opener. Okay. Guess what we did on Sunday? We lost the home opener. And we had every opportunity to win. Guys, I'm just going to say it. That game stunk. We stunk. Big Ben Big Ben wasn't doing anything all day long. A little bit here, a little bit there, okay? 17 points. It's all the points we put up on the board against the Las Vegas friggin' Raiders, okay? Ain't like they got some vaunted defense, okay? Ain't like they're like... They're Tampa Bay right now, which is weird to say, but you put Tom Brady anywhere. I mean, the guy could lead a St. Joe's sixth-grade team to the Super Bowl, okay? It sucks. He's so pretty. There ain't never been a person in the history of the city of Pittsburgh that has come out that's been that good-looking. I don't trust the man. He's too pretty. But GD if he doesn't play good football, okay? But we only put 17 points up on the board against the Raiders. 331 total yards offense. 292 passing yards. That's all Ben was doing all day was passing the ball. He passed the ball to the daggum first round friggin' running back. The running back didn't even score on the ground. He had to catch the ball out the air. That's how bad the damn offensive line is. Because guess what? Pittsburgh faithful... And Josh, listen, I'll get back to you in a second, but you cut me off earlier, so the bum's going to run with this one. A bum. The entire offseason, 
All we said was, man, we don't we don't got no uh, offensive line. We ain't got no offensive line. There's no offensive lineman left. We lost Marquise Ponce. We lost Alejandro Villanueva. Okay. We lost. Uh, I mean, I could go on. Okay. Two big old boys up front used to blocking for Ben. Used to know where it was coming, where it wasn't. Guess who's up there now? A bunch of dudes I ain't ever heard of. And so guess what happens? We draft the running back first overall, and guess what? The dude's not running nowhere. Because guess what? There ain't nobody blocking for him. There ain't nobody creating no holes up there. He ain't got no holes. Sometimes, I mean, that Pittsburgh offensive line last couple of years, David DeCastro, he's gone too. He ain't got nowhere to run. Listen, I don't care how strong you are. I don't care if you played down Alabama. I don't care if Travis Henry, whatever. The the biggest highlight of the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers was an eight-yard stiff arm. Guess what? It wasn't even a scoring play. It was just a bat. It was just a badass friggin' stiff arm. He ain't scored on it though. Marshawn Lynch is famous friggin' stiff arm. He scored the touchdown. Did Najee Harris score the touchdown? No, he didn't. He ain't scored it. He just, it was an eight-yard stiff arm. Congratulations. The guy's strong. How about running more yards? But guess what? No matter how strong you are, how fast you are, if there ain't nobody blocking for you, you can only run into a brick wall so many times before your shoulder explodes and you got to explain to your dad why you're so stupid you keep running in a damn brick wall. The guy's trying to run through it, Dad. You can't run through a brick wall, dum-dum. That's why it's made of stone. That's why houses are built on top of brick walls. You laid the foundation. You put your basement down in the foundation. It's probably cooler there in the summer. Definitely cooler down there in the wintertime. That's where you watch the game. And unfortunately, there was a lot of people watching the game in their basements on Sunday, watching an absolute egg. We laid a daggum egg. It's down there. It's stinking up the basement like your mom's shoes after she went to spin class or Zumba or Roomba or friggin' curves. It's down there. It's stinking everything up. Your dad's like, Deb, why do you got to put the shoes down there? And she's like, I don't want to bring them upstairs because they stink. He's like, leave them in the daggum garage. Leave them down in the garage. What are you doing down there? And here we are. Okay? Rushing yards, 39. Yards per play, 5.9 yards per play. I don't know. 17 first downs. We were 5 of 12 on third down. That ain't good. And here's the worst part of the whole day. Apparently, there's some kind of COVID-19 for your groin going around the Steelers locker room. Okay? You can't get a vaccine for your groin because guess what? Everybody's got a freaking groin injury. What the hell's going on? Is it the grass? Is it Yinz's balls? What's going on? TJ Watt comes out. He's our best defensive player and he ain't even close. Okay? Joe Hayden, groin. T.J. Watt, now he's got a groin. He was the biggest pain in the ass to the Raiders in the first 20 minutes, and he goes down with a groin. The rest of the game, he's on the side with a hoodie on. Great jawline, bad groin, okay? Then we lose lose Alu-Alu on the defensive line, out for the season. It ain't a groin, it's something else, okay? He's gone. Defense is, a, is an absolute... Devin Bush, great pick. When he plays and he's on the field, guy's amazing. He's like Kendrell Bell. You guys remember the 1995 Pittsburgh Steelers. You remember Kendrell Bell. Ring that bell. Guess what? He didn't ring a bell after that first season. He was amazing, and then he was hurt the rest of his career, and that's tough. That stinks. 
I ain't blaming nobody on injuries, but an injury-prone player, that's the death sentence. Because guess what? Devin Bush, if he's healthy, he's going he gonna to rack up sacks and tacks. Tackles out the yin-yang, okay? But he ain't been healthy in too long. Josh, I will get to you. You shut your mouth. Okay? Joe Hayden hurt. Our secondary looked lost out there. We couldn't stop nobody. I can't even tell you. The last time we had, they had a 60-yard pass play. Steelers ain't giving up them plays like that. And where the heck has Minka Fitzpatrick been? Uh, Bum, I would like to actually say a couple things because I've noticed something about Minka Fitzpatrick as well. He's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. He's not on the field. He's he's getting he's biting on plays that he never bit before. His first season with the Steelers, he was probably the best defensive player in the NFL. It definitely the best safety in the NFL. And I'll and I'll die on that hill. And he hasn't been anywhere since. He's out there. He's plugging holes, but he it's not the Minka that we know. The guy had five interceptions. Now, I'm not asking for five interceptions a season, but guess what? Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu showed up every week. You're right, Josh. They did. Polamalu. And I'll tell you what. There, there ain't many NFL defenders that I would have liked to be a Steeler more than Ed Reed. Now, Ed Reed was a Baltimore Raven, and I understand that. Okay? But... Ed Reed, okay, Ed Reed was good, and he would have been a great stealer. Let me tell you that right now, okay? I, I Bum, I 100% agree. It just stunk that he had to play for the Raiders. You're right, Josh. When you're right, you're right. Here's, here's something I didn't know. The Bum read this this morning. This one's pretty good. Josh, you ready for this? Bum, I am ready for a stat. Robert Spillane. A.K.A. the ruptured Spillane. You like that pun there, Donnie? Don't nod your head at me, Donnie. Guy's name's Robert Spillane. Ruptured Spillane makes a lot of sense. I think it's a pretty good joke. He had 12 tackles on Sunday. It's an NFL, his NFL high. Most he's had in a game since October 18, 2017 against Western Michigan. That's when he was in college. The guy was all over the place. He also had a helmet-to-helmet penalty. He gave us unsportsmanlike. I don't even know what a penalty is anymore out there. I'll tell you what. Bum, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm kind of with you. The penalties nowadays, I don't, I don't know. The targeting in college is insane. Uh, the helmet-to-helmet, I thought Ben got crushed the next play. We crushed Derek Carr. We didn't get a flag on Ben. They got a flag on the Derek Carr one. I, I don't know. It's it was a tough football game for Steeler fans out there. It was a tough day for me too, Josh. Let me tell you. Okay? I didn't go to the game. I don't go to many Steeler games no more. You know why? Because once they started pricing beer at like $13.50, I was out. Ain't nobody charging me $13.50 for one beer when I can get a 12-pack of that down 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 uh, state store, down a beer distributor. Okay, down Sudsies in Bridgeville. I'll tell you other thing. You want to hear a really disappointing stat? Since 2014, Chase Claypool, the Golden Domer himself, who last year may have had the greatest rookie receiver season in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is just the second wide receiver, Steelers wide receiver, to have fewer than four catches on nine-plus targets. You know who the last one was? 
Dante Moncrief in 2019 against the Patriots. Okay, Dante Moncrief couldn't catch COVID inside at a restaurant where everybody's got COVID. I ran out of a joke there, Josh. That's all right, bum. I, I knew what you a were going. bum. You were going for a pretty good joke. Let me try that one again. All right, bum. You can go ahead. Try to try. Dante Moncrief couldn't catch COVID at an airport. Where nobody's wearing masks in Florida. There you go. I got it. Oh, all right, we'll give you that one. Bum, that wasn't, wasn't bad. Here's the most disappointing stat. The most forced fumbles by any NFL defender since 2017 is TJ Watt with 19. Aaron Donald's 15. Khalil Mack, 15. Chandler Jones, 15. Yannick Ngoku, 14. TJ Watt goes out with the groin. We lose all our forced fumbles. And guess what? Let me tell you it's a quick story. I'm done. I'm done to Olive Garden. In uh, Scott Township, 2016, I see the one and only Jerome Bettis there, okay? Another Notre Damer. Jerome Bettis, absolute legend. Bum, you saw Jerome Bettis in Olive Garden. Don't interrupt me in my story, Josh. I apologize, bum. Uh, A bum. You can go ahead. So I'm down there, Olive Garden, okay? In walks Bettis. Him and his family, looks like they might have been Don Bolin, uh, Don Castle Shannon, and decided to go up to the Olive Garden in Green Tree, okay? And uh, I see the bus, and I, and I, you know what, the bum, he's not nothing if not, he, he likes to say, you know, thank you for, for being one of the greatest Steelers, if not the greatest Steelers of all time, okay? You put Bettis on that Rushmore, I don't care who you are, okay? You got Franco Harris, and you got Jerome Bettis, and that's about it. You could put Fast Willie Parker up there, I guess. You ain't putting Barry Foster. The dude, dude had one good season. The rest of the time, I don't know what the heck he was doing. Okay. Jerome Bettis told me, I asked him, I said, hey, bus. Hey, bus. What's the worst injury you had all year, your whole career? Because guess what? Jerome Bettis played like 65 years in the NFL, racked up like 16,000 yards. The guy was on, he when when Jerome Bettis was good, he was the best there was. I don't care who you were in the NFL. You you looked out for Jerome Bettis. Near the end of his career, third down and one, you throw in the bus. Because guess what? Look out. Here comes the bus. He's gonna run you over. Look out. You're at the bus stop waiting for the bus. Yeah, you better not be on the street because the bus gonna run you straight over. And that's what he was doing to opposing defenders. I don't care if it was the Ravens or the Chiefs. Cowboys or the Giants, if the bus was coming through, you look the fuck out. Excuse my language. I know this is a, it's a family program. I like your passion here, bum, about Jerome Bettis. He's, uh, he's a heck of a Pittsburgh Steeler. I agree with you. He's one of the best to ever do it. Carried the ball. Although that fumble against Indianapolis almost killed a guy in, I think it was in Dormont. Maybe it was Fox Chapel, I forget. Edgewood? Brookline? One of the two. One of them. Josh, we don't bring up that fumble. I apologize, bum. That's on me. That is on me. So I said to Jerome Bettis, I said, you know, we're, we're down here Olive Garden. He's getting the uh, unlimited breadsticks uh, and salad, which is delicious, by the way. If you've never had Olive Garden bread, breadsticks, holy cow. I mean, it is, it's on another friggin' level. So I see bus, and I he say, hey, bus. What's the worst injury you had in your career? Because I've got to tell you, you never looked that hurt out there. And he's like, I, well, uh, well, bum, uh, i got to tell you, um, my worst injury was by far my groin. Is that how, the, is that how Jerome Bennett sounds? No, I'm doing my bus imitation. 
Uh, I got to tell you, Josh, the worst one was my groin. Uh, I never really recovered. It still hurts me. Uh, groin injuries are no joke. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how I could have avoided it, but uh, it seems like it's a, it's a real, real pain. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful. And I said to him, I said, Bus, you're telling me that the groin was the worst injury? The groin? That scared me to death. That's why I don't stretch, and that's why I don't run no more. I just, I walk real fast if I got to get somewhere. Unless it's get in line for the uh, steel curtain down there, Kennywood. Okay? That's it. Or he's, you know, he, per man, he's got a big line. You want to be first in line, you got to get down there. Or mom's, mom's broke, you should go, you check it out. Speaking of, I heard there's this place out in Los Angeles now. It's called Gorilla Pies. It's a Pittsburgh-style pizza. Josh, we I got to come out and visit you. Go to Gorilla Pies. Uh, I will tell you what, bum. It is one of the best pizzas I've ever had. And it's not shocking that a guy from Pittsburgh would make it the best pizza you've ever had. Because Pittsburgh, whether people like to think it or not, is a culinary destination. They never had food until they come to Pittsburgh. New York, Chicago, a bunch of posers. You come to Pittsburgh, you get food. That's why everybody here is fat. Everybody knows that. Ain't like anybody's skinny here. Who wants to be skinny in the city of Pittsburgh when you got all this good food? Everything's got french fries on. It's delicious. Listen, if you ever had a salad and then you put french fries on a salad, guarantee you that salad's going to taste better. That's just how it works. It's just science. But I digress. So now, TJ Watt's got a groin. Joe Hayden's got a groin. Devin Bush has got a groin. That's three groins that we got to look out for. It's not a tenderloin. It's a tender groin. And them groins is tender, okay? And don't you tell me that a groin ain't a big deal. These dudes got to really weather the storm when it comes to the groin. It's not like he's got a broken leg. He's out four to six. The groin could be legit all season long. And we're going to have to deal with that. And we just signed TJ Watt to that giant contract. He's going to be buying a mansion out there in like Shadyside or something. Where all them rich people live. Not like the bum. Bum, a bum. Thank you. Bum lives. Yeah, he lives in his mom's house down in the basement. It's nice down there. It's getting do. It's new smelly shoes. I got to agree with you, bum. The uh, the groin worries me. It worries me. Uh, I mean, just like Sidney Crosby's hand, his hand surgery. I mean, this this Penguins team this year worries me a lot too. We don't have to get to that yet. Um, Donnie, uh, can you just tell the people what is the Pirates' record right now? I asked Donnie to look up the Pirates record, and uh, I can't see that far. He's bringing it up on a screen here in the studio. That 56 and 94, 56 and 94. We're in last place in the NL Central. Uh, We are 35 games out of five, 36 games out of first place, and we are eliminated from the playoffs along with the Reds and the Cubs. Uh, However, the Reds are only 13 and a half games and the Cubs are 24 games. How did the Cubs start stinking so bad? I, I think once the, the Pirates started stinking, I stopped paying attention to baseball. Josh, I'll tell you when I stopped paying attention to baseball. It's when Sid Bream slid into home in 1992. Okay? Guy's a traitor. Barry Bonds has got an arm like a spaghetti noodle. Don't tell me no different. The guy's a poser. His head's the size of a giant freaking watermelon. He ain't done steroids. Okay? I only know one person with a head that big and he was born that way. He's a little weird. He works down a store. He's a nice guy, though. He works at Kogo's on Wednesdays. I ain't going to say his name. He doesn't like to be mentioned. Huge head, nice guy. He ain't hitting home runs, though. I'll tell you that much. And the Pirates stink. Ownership ought to be ashamed of themselves. They ought to. They keep turning a profit. Look at our run differential. 
We're minus 209. We've been outscored by 209 runs this season. 209 runs! That is unbelievable. At least we're not as bad as the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ems, they stink too. Anybody else worse than us? Uh, Washington, they stink. Texas stinks. They're about the same as us. Min uh, yeah, Baltimore, they stink more than us. Yeah, that, that's what happens in Baltimore. You know, Baltimore stinks. Everybody knows that. City's only good for one thing. Seasons three through, through seasons one through six of the wire. Okay? It's the only thing good to come out of Baltimore. Crabs in the wire. Not the kind of, you know, the bad crabs. Good crabs. Blue crabs. Crack them on a table. I'm just going to give you two more stats here from our friends down SteelersDepot.com, okay? And uh, and then we'll go to the phone calls, okay? Uh, before we do, Bum, I want to give a quick shout-out to the fine folks at Gorilla Pies here in Los Angeles. Benjamin Osher, head chef, making a heck of a pizza. A great, uh, great, a great just plain pizza. Heck, one they call the Basic Benny. It's a... Uh, pepperoni, and the, the buffalo chicken pizza. Now, I know what you... Don't talk to me about no buffalo chicken pizza. Bum, could you just give me 10 seconds? Buffalo chicken pizza is good just because you had the one... Your mom made the buffalo chicken pizza. She put the buffalo chicken on a cauliflower pizza trying to get you to eat healthy, trying to mask the cauliflower pizza pie, pie crust, trying to make you eat healthy. You got the heart of a 140-year-old man. You're 61 years old. Josh, I turn 56 next week. I bum, you look 100. I don't know what to tell you. Okay? I brought you on this show for your insight and your love of Pittsburgh sports. And right now, I'm just worried about your health. A bum. Here's, here's the most disappointing thing I read on Steelers Depot. Bum. Just let me, let me get to this one. Okay. Pittsburgh rushing offense through the first two games of 2020, 250 yards. Pittsburgh rushing offense of the first two games of 2010, 114 yards. So it's not as bad as 2010, but, you know, 2010 was an actual okay year. Apparently, Najee Harris hasn't not rushed for a touchdown over two games since college, I guess. I mean, this is, we're, we're beating him into the ground. And I don't know what is going on with Ben Roethlisberger. It is tough to watch because he looks good sometimes, but I got to be honest, every time he falls, I think he's going to fall apart like a, like a, I don't know, a Minecraft thing. I keep thinking like that when Ben Roethlisberger hits and he falls in the grass, he's going to fall apart like pixels. Like he's just going to, he's just going to break apart. Josh, let me tell you something about Ben Roethlisberger. Guy's tough, but he also looks real shaky out there. He does. He looks real shaky, and I'm scared. Every time he gets hit, he's going to literally explode into a million pieces. Like, he, he literally made a glass at this point. He's not throwing great balls. He, he just doesn't look great back there. He's no Tom Brady, and it sucks. How do we... Listen, I don't know how Tom Brady... Ben Roethlisberger can throw just as accurate a ball as Tom Brady, I guess. Why don't we just run the same offenses every time Tom... Like, why don't we just use the same daggum offense? Why don't we just use that offense? We should just use Tom Brady's offense. What is Ben doing? Throw 10, 15 yards out all day long. We'll drive down the field. And the fact that Antonio Brown is winning games in Tampa Bay is an absolute travesty. The man should have been arrested and stuck in prison for the rest of his life. Not only for the bad things he did, which are horrendous... 
and are unforgivable, and he should not be in the National Football League, but also for what he did to this city of Pittsburgh. The guy is an absolute jag-off, and I say that in the most angry way. He is a jag-off. Uh, Bum, I usually agree with you, and sometimes I disagree with you, but for right now, I, I 100% agree with you. I couldn't be more passionate about the fact that Antonio Brown is an absolute jagoff. He's one of the worst human beings on the planet. And the fact that he's making money and has a Super Bowl ring is it, Roger Goodell should answer to that. At the end of his career, it, his only thing should be, why did you let Antonio Brown back in this league? He's an absolute, he's, he's a problem. He's a, you just enabled a bad dude by letting him back in the league. Cops should have done something, should be some sort of repercussion. He should not be catching footballs from the greatest quarterback of all time. No way. If karma did, in fact, exist, Antonio Brown would be out of the league and, and working as a, I don't, working a terrible job or in prison, but he's not. He's a bad, bad dude. And it's all leaving at that. I agree with you, Josh. He's the worst. The worst. All right, let's uh, let's head to the phone lines. Bum, you ready for the phone? I love the phone. Hit it. We we got an answering machine. What do we got? Actually, Bum, uh, we got a we got an actual phone number here. Google Voice number. Our phone number four one two three two nine eight two six five. Call into Pittsburgh Sports and at your favorite podcast here on the Good People Association. I love them good people. I love them too, Bum. They're good. Let me tell you it's a quick story. Bum, can we just get to the phone calls? Sure, 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 sure. All right, Donnie, hit the first caller. Donnie, you okay? Hey, Josh and Bum, George from Wexford. Hey, Bum, wanted to get your thoughts on something. Uh, you know, was frustrated with the offensive line on Sunday, as I know everybody was. Um, you know, felt like they couldn't pass protect, felt like we couldn't get Najee going. Uh, I was just wondering if, if, if you think we need to get the fullback going again. Um, you know, I remember Dan Kreider. I remember, uh, you know, when we had the bus and you just pounded it and it was, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. That's when the offense was moving. So, uh, yeah, I, I I, I think we should bring back a fullback, you know, maybe get back to running the ball a little bit. Thanks, Bum, Josh. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, thanks, George. Thanks for the voicemail. Uh, I think uh, what you can tell there in, in George's tone, George from Wexford, and, and how he uh, – how we left that call is uh, the same tone all of us in Pittsburgh are feeling right now. It's a, it's a feeling of desperation, a uh, feeling of letdown, feeling of loss. Um, it hurts. These losses hurt. They really do. Josh, let me take it. I'm going to answer George's question because I've been talking all about the bus. Jerome Bettis, okay, talking all about him. A lot of this show. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Dan Kreider, legend. You, you don't tell me a man named Dan Kreider can't block somebody. And let's be honest, right now, the Steelers got to go back to that drawing board, for which I'm 
pretty sure in these new offices now is a whiteboard or some kind of touch screen. Ain't no back to the, the actual chalkboard like Vince Lombardi used to use. Okay? My ninth grade biology teacher was allergic to chalk. Little known fact, couldn't use it on a chalkboard. She was weird, though. I agree with George 100%. Let's get the fullback back involved. Why ain't we running some power eye? All these empty sets. All these trips right, trips left. Four wide outs, five wide outs. Pound the ball up their mouth. Get a fullback back involved. We got all these running backs. Mike Tomlin, and I will say this straight up. Bum, I think I know where you're going with this one, but I'd like to see where you go. Thanks, Josh. I'm take it like this. Mike Tomlin has never been a running back by committee guy. And why not? The average lifespan of a running back in the NFL is like three years. That's not long enough. We draft this guy number one overall, and you're telling me I'm not even out of high school before he's done in the league? That's absolute garbage. If we wanted to run it by committee with some fullbacks, a power eye, maybe an offset, some some end the rounds. We gaining yards. Because guess what? And I said at the beginning of the show, and I'll say it again. And Josh, you'll agree with me on this one. The offensive line stinks. They look scared on pass protection. And Ben ain't mobile like it used to be. And they look borderline hideous on run. I don't know if they're blocking guys or they're just standing there. But Najee, our first-round pick, ain't got nowhere to go. And if you can tell by that stiff arm, the man is strong, so he can do some stuff. But if he ain't got nowhere to run, he can't go nowhere. We need bring the fullback back and start getting creative with the run. Because we gotta start, we gotta start earning some run. Because until we get the run, Ben Roethlisberger is gonna be exposed every single game. They're just gonna drop back double coverage, safeties all over the place, corners. Then you have to blitz us. Really, if the offense can't protect nobody, Ben can't run nowhere. Done and done. It's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. It's like falling down a hill, then down a flight of stairs into a jagger bush, cutting yourself all up. It's like your mom finding your Tinder profile. It ain't good. All right, we got one more caller, I think, Donnie. Yeah, one more caller, uh, bum. One more caller, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up this week's Pittsburgh sports and that. You knew you'd get some Steelers talk. That's what we're gonna get. Hey, Mr. McCuga, this is CJ out of Dallas, Texas. Ooh, Dallas. Watched the game last week. A little upset with the performance. Just trying to understand what you and the bums' thoughts are as far as, you know, what the Steelers can do to right the ship. Is it time to hit the panic button? And do we continue to trust Tom and get this turned around? Listen, we're only two games in. The Ravens are one and one. The Bungles are one and one. And the Browns are one and one. So the division's still anybody's ballgame. Now, I don't know about hitting the panic, panic button. Thanks, CJ, for the call from Dallas, Texas. Good to see a Steelers fan down there in cowboy country. Nobody likes the Cowboys. Everybody knows that. I agree with you, bum. The Cowboys are the worst. A bum. But hitting the panic button at 101, I don't know yet. I'll be honest, though. 
My hand's hovering over that panic button, Josh. My hand uh, is close to that panic button, too, bum. It's close to it. I'm not. I, I, I tr- and Tomlin, I trust. Can he bring it back out of nothing? Yes. We're going to have to start getting creative. Like, is Matt Canada the, the answer? I like some of those play calls. What's Ben C out there? Deontay Johnson looks fine. I, if he got hurt on that last play and nobody saying anything, as, but we are, and apparently now I'm just getting word that Ben's got some sort of chest pectoral injury. Ugh. It's not good. Josh, let me tell you something, okay? I sometimes dot Mike Tomlin, okay? I do. I dot him. But he's stuck around. He's got his two Super Bowls. One, one, lost one. The one might might have been more Ben's fault than anything, but we won't get into that. It's a long time ago. At least he ain't got hair like friggin' Aaron Rodgers. You see that guy? You see Aaron Rodgers, Josh? He looks like he's uh, starting some street gang in 1986. Hair's all slicked back like he's part of the Dangerous Knights crew. Okay? But... Man, I think I think first and foremost we need to hold. We need we got to find some offensive line guys. We got to we got to find some people. Two, we got to figure out what the secondary looks like without Joe Hayden because he's so good. But if he's getting he's getting up there a little bit in age and he could be hurt. Um, we got to figure out what Minka Fitzpatrick is actually doing in the defense, and we got to figure out a way to get Ben Roethlisberger quicker. Ball, ball, the ball out just a lot quicker and to the right guys. You can't throw it to Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool all the time. We still have Juju Smith-Schuster. We got to get Najee Harris involved out of the backfield. We got to get the fullback involved. We got we to gotta do jumbo sets with Fryermuth and Ebron. I mean, we got we to gotta start mixing it up here, guys, because the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense in the first half is, is a joke, and in the second half, it, it might be good for something. We don't, besides that, we have two touchdowns and one, another one that's a special teams touchdown. I mean, that's not good. Is it bad? It's not good. Okay. It's not good, Josh. It's not good at all. Okay. Now listen, the bum, uh, he's been known to overreact here and there. I ain't going to overreact just yet, but I am going to say that I'm worried Okay? It's a lot like that time they closed the Dairy Queen in our town. And that was, that was the little, that was where everybody went to hang out. Okay? That's where it was a gathering place after Little League Bay. They got rid of the, they got rid of the Dairy Queen. And nobody knew why. I mean, granted, not many people are eating ice cream in the wintertime in Pittsburgh because, you know, it's too cold. But then, when they got rid of the Dairy Queen, they brought in this new place nobody'd even heard of just yet. A little place called Chick-fil-A. And guess what? At Chick-fil-A brought our time together like nobody else. So is it time to hit the panic button in Pittsburgh? I don't think so. Is it a little, should we be a little worried? Like when they got rid of the Dairy Queen? Yeah, you should be. But guess what? This is Pittsburgh Steeler football, Okay. When we are done and people are counting us out, we come through in a fire. 
Okay, there's still a lot of football left, and because stupid Roger Goodell added another regular season game instead of just adding another playoff team, or making a new cool version of the playoffs where the losing team's got to play for draft picks. Okay. Yup. This is this is it's going to be a tough season, guys. We're in it for one, and I got to be honest. If this is Ben's last year. He's he's going to be in for a hurricane of hurt if this offensive line don't don't start standing up. I don't disagree with you, bum. I think it's a way to a look bum. at bum. Thank you. I don't disagree. I think we are uh, we're in it. Uh, Derek Carr. I don't think he's that good. The Steelers make him look good every time. Why is it that Derek Carr looks like a friggin' all pro every time he plays the Steelers? Every time he plays anybody else, he stinks. I don't know, bum. But we can never beat the Raiders, so. I think every year we just if if we're playing the Raiders and we're fifteen and zero we'll lose fifteen and one. Just you put the Raiders on the schedule. I, 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 there's got to be some sort of NFL thing where we can't petition the Rooners have been in the, Rooney's have been in the league long enough where we can't petition the NFL like hey we don't want to play the Raiders anymore. Let's just end it. I'm done playing the Raiders. It's not a bad call, Josh. Let me see if I can call some people. I might know somebody. The bum. You heard it here first, okay. This weekend is a big rebound weekend, okay? We got a big one on our hands because we got the Bengals. It's our first division game, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, Sunday morning, the Bengals. It's at home again. Joe Burrow. Young guy, he's awesome. See if we can't bring him down. Let's see if the defense, let's see what comes back. A little rebound, divisional win, go two and one, okay? Now, if we lose the bungles at home, that's when you start worrying about the panic button. That's when you start, you know, you start looking for some answers. You start going to church again. You start praying. Maybe even watch EWTN on your TV, Okay. You start talking to your religious cousins because they might know something. They might be able to help, okay? You should watch the Positivity Report here on the Good People Association because they talk about being positive. And it's hard if you lose to the bungles at home. He's not, you're not wrong, bum. You're not wrong. Because then, week after that, we have Green Bay in the afternoon at Lambeau. And then an even scare, and then a, a team that showed up last night against the Lions, and then Week Five Broncos back at Heinz Field. And let me tell you, there's another team we never play well is the Broncos, ever. And the Broncos, I think, are pretty good this year. There's a lot of storylines. The Carolina Panthers look to be a very dangerous football team. And uh, I know that that's a, but there are teams out there that are better than the Steelers, and we gotta we gotta pick it up. He's right. When he's right, he's right. Okay, there's dangerous teams out there. The Steelers got to put the big boy pants on and look dangerous too. All right, Josh, I got to go. I'm not sure if you heard, but I got a new job. Yep, I got a new job. I I go down to this call center, is what they call it, and I answer the phone and act like I work at AT AT&T. It's a pretty sweet gig. I even even got to tell them, I just kind of talk to them for a bit and then they hang up. It's a great gig. Uh, Bum, I think that's that's illegal. What you're doing is, is illegal. Don't tell me how to live my life, Josh. I'll see you next week. All right, bum. A bum. Thanks for your time. Thanks for the call, George in Wexford and CJ in Dallas. Again, if you want to hit 
The voicemail here on the show, 412-329-8265. Even if you're not a Pittsburgh sports fan, you want to ask some questions about Pittsburgh or any other team, happy to talk about it. Uh, so is the bum. He's got opinions on every team in the league. He also just uh, rescued a dog. He's calling Bum Jr., and that's his new best friend. He lives in the basement with his mom as well. He forgot to bring it up on the show. Bum was, uh, he was quick to leave this episode, and that happens. Thank you all for tuning in to Pittsburgh Sports Sportsnet. I'm your host, Josh McCuga, with The Bum. We'll be back next week. Talk Pittsburgh sports and at whatever and at says, you know what? Be nice to each other. Eat some french fries. Put them on everything. See you next week on Pittsburgh Sports Night. Best of all.